Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Reverend Don Lewis coming to you from beautiful Florida, and you're listening to Elder Talk Radio. And as you know, if you follow Elder Talk Radio, each month, Corellian First Priestess, Lady Stephanie Neal, Corellian First Elder, Sir Ed Hubbard, and I each take a pass at a differing subject to uh, approach it from different aspects to show people how many different ways you can look at the same thing from the same philosophy and how much you can extract. I think it's very important for people to see that there are many different ways to interpret things, many different ways to approach things, because so often I think people tend to come with a simplified point of view in these matters where they think there's only one way when in fact there are many. This month, our subject is zero. And, uh, or if you're speaking British English, not, but, um, the idea of zero at least for the purposes of my conversation on it, is that it represents two things. It represents the absence of being, uh, but it also represents amplification because if it stands on its own, uh, it is the demarcation point between negative and positive numbers and represents uh, no value in its own right. But if it's added to another number, such as one plus zero or two plus zero, it becomes 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 or um, many, many higher numbers. And what does this mean in a metaphysical sense? In my mind, zero is the chaos number. And we've talked about chaos before, the idea that chaos is the disruption of pattern or the absence of pattern. And I think if we look at zero, we see this very clearly. When it stands alone, it is the absence of numerical patterning. It is between the positive numbers and the negative numbers, uh, but really cannot be thought of as being one or the other when you come down to it. It is the between point, uh, the non-being point, as is chaos. When you, uh, you add it to another number and it amplifies its meaning, it's a disruption of the previous pattern. When you go from 10 into the teens or from 20 into the 20s, you have disrupted the previous pattern um, in the first case of single digits and the second of the teens. Uh, and when you go from 100 into the hundreds, you are disrupting uh, the pattern from the tens. And in this way, zero is emblematic of chaos because chaos, again, is the absence or disruption of pattern. And this is very important in metaphysics, very important in magic. Uh, when we attempt to use magic to do something, we are changing a pattern. And in that moment when we change that pattern, we are in a chaos moment. And if our intent and our will is clear, we will get the result that we are hoping for. But if it's not, it can go in other directions, which is also true for chaos. This is why when we do magic, it's so important that we know ourselves, so important that we know our mind. And um, when you think about this in terms of mathematics and zero as the chaos number, 
I think that it adds some meaning to it. Now, mathematics is not, um, not my strongest suit, so I don't have a lot to say about advanced mathematics. Uh, metaphysics is my suit, but um, I think that in examining mathematics, I agree with the Pythagoreans that number expresses the nature of reality extremely well. And uh, again, the zero number is the chaos number. One is creation. Um, two is that initial reaction, etc. And um, I think that this says a great deal uh, to how we can understand and express our, uh, our concepts. Now, the, um, the or- origin of the concept of zero in mathematics um, is relatively recent. Um, it was used in, in pre-Columbian America, but obviously did not make the jump from there uh, into modern usage. It was um, um, was it was developed um, relatively recently in um, in our modern mathematical system. It, it was worked with to some extent uh, by ancient cultures who um, weren't always entirely sure what to do with it. The ancient Greeks, for example, were not unfamiliar with the concept, but philosophically had some difficulty in, um, in explaining it. Um, they did, however, um, by, by uh, the latter part of antiquity, begin to work with it in more concrete ways. And it really comes down in Western culture uh, from that origin. As I say, however, while, while the ancient world had some difficulty in, um, in working with zero as a mathematic thing, the idea is implicit in, um, in, implicit in classical mythology which begins with chaos. And I think I would come back to, to that uh, in saying, again, that uh, if we're using mathematics to express the nature of reality, which it does quite nicely, and we talk about this in our various degree lessons, but the, the number zero obviously is chaos. It is existence before creation. It is deity before creation. It is that moment when all things are possible, but nothing actually exists yet. And it's because nothing exists that all things are possible, because from the moment of the first existence, being is limited. And when we talk about magic, the moment in which we're doing that magic is the chaos moment, or we might say for this purpose, the zero moment, And in that moment, everything is possible if we have, in fact, released all of our expectations um, and all judgment. But as soon as we shape that moment, as soon as we actually have worked our magic, then we have limited what may be, hopefully in the direction that we want it to go. And uh, I would say that um, there are many things, of course, that influence this. But um, 
if you again do not bring judgment, if you if you um, are clear in mind and heart, then you can focus that energy in the direction you want it to go. But first, you must reach that chaos moment when pattern may be disrupted. If you do not bring yourself to a point where pattern may be disrupted, then the pattern will obviously continue. And this is why we learn about shifting consciousness. This is why we talk so much about the higher self, because it's that level that we work from when we do magic. And unless one can do that, um, what, what, what one can do magically will be limited. But, you know, in the degree systems, we begin talking about how to do that from the very first, because it is, of course, so very important. And people often wonder why they have difficulty in bringing about the results they desire from magic, but it's partly because they don't always reach that zero moment, that, that chaos moment. And you have to be able to access your higher self and the shift in consciousness to truly do that. Uh, sometimes that requires doing personal, um, personal cleansing beforehand to release limitations that you may be holding on to. Uh, but usually, if you just know how to make the shift, you can do it. This is most of what I want to say about zero. I don't really have a lot um, compared to, to some subjects. But uh, as I say, mathematics is not really my, uh, my forte. But um, to me, again, zero is the chaos moment. And the chaos moment is all important. When you step out of your everyday reality into the magical moment, into the magical mindset, which releases existing pattern. And when you've released that existing pattern, then you can establish the new pattern you desire. So this is what, uh, what I would say about zero. I hope you find it interesting. And with that, I will um, wish you a lovely day, and may you blessed be. Bye.